This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch. And as always, you can catch the rebroadcast on YouTube or listen on iTunes. However you choose to join us, thank you so much. And we hope you enjoy episode number 545. Wow. That is a lot of episodes. That is. We've been talking about 40K and uh, Age of Sigmar for quite some time now. But uh, in today's episode, we're going to go over some news, things that are going on in the community. But, of course, the topic of the day, the hot topic, the big news is a very large and extensive 40K 8th edition FAQ dropped over the weekend. And it's caused uh, quite the waves in the community, as Mm. FAQs always do. But uh, I, for one, am stoked to see GW following through on their commitment to giving us the best edition of 40K that they have yet produced. And that includes supporting the product after it's been released with FAQs and erratas and even balance changes, which we saw in this document. So we'll get to that. But first of all, let's talk about some news. Mm -hmm. New releases from Games Workshop that came out uh, for pre-order this weekend are the Primaris Space Marine Captain and Librarian. Mm -hmm. Beautiful models. And again, these are going to be the the true scale uh, style of Space Marines. I think they look absolutely awesome. If you do want to pick one up, you can jump into our web cart at store.frontlinegaming.org in the Games Workshop pre-order section, and you can get yours at a discount. And as always, we offer free shipping at 99 bucks and up. So if you want to pick up a mat, mm-hmm. some ITC terrain, some GW product, you can do all that, and you can probably get free shipping within the continental United States. Yeah, one-stop shop. It is. We got all kinds of good stuff in there. Uh, secondhand shop, if you want to... Uh, sell models you don't want to use anymore or perhaps browse and look at the models we have for sale. There's a Warzone product. If you're a big fan of Warzone. I will never forgive you for that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We do have quite a bit of Warzone product left in the web cart at a deep discount. Mm -hmm. So if you want to pick some up, actually some of the the game is actually really fun and the models are great. Yes. Uh, And if you did want to, you could use those as uh, alternative models for some of your other games. Mm -hmm. There's some really, really good stuff in there. And as always, uh, make sure to grab tickets for events that are upcoming. The SoCal Open will be uh, uh, happening at the end of October. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that you grab tickets. We are well into triple-digit attendance. I mean, the 40K Champs alone is well into triple-digit attendance by itself. So this is going to be a huge event. We're really, really excited to see everybody there. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be one of the... This will be probably one of the first events. Yeah, Nova too. Nova... And the SoCal Open will be when the edition's a little bit more mature. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see some really, really high-level play. And I think that's when we're going to be able to start making judgment calls on the meta right. uh, at that point in time. Now it's, it's pretty early. Uh, but we did just get a subscriber, Mr. Faded, Faded Locust. What happened? You're not a vibrant locust full of color and joy? He's just a little laid back. He's just a chill, a chill yeah. bug. I could take that. Yeah, but, um, just having a good time. <laughs> I imagine that a locust like cartoon character plays a fiddle. A and locust? 
We just got Gru the Grimdark. Also subscribed via Twitch Prime. Nice. Thank you so much for the support. We really, really appreciate it. If you do want to subscribe, it's $4.99 a month. Or if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can do it for free. And we get a percentage of that money comes to us and we use it to pay for upgrades, mm-hmm. uh, pay for Mario on a salary, all that fun stuff. Yep. So we really appreciate the support, gang. Uh, it, it encourages us to to uh, stream even more frequently and to have better and more enjoyable shows for you all. And on that note, I did want to make one comment. Um, had a letter come in over the weekend. Uh, we were teasing Mariana last show mm-hmm. because she got started late. She was really focused on her project and she forgot to get the stream ready to go. So we teased her quite a bit on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, apparently there was a couple listeners who took it the wrong way and thought we were being mean and uh, out of context. I could see how they drew that conclusion. But oh, really? we tease each other a lot here. Right. I mean, everybody. And it's, it's good natured. Um, and for those of you who maybe couldn't see, she was laughing right. behind the camera. Uh, so, Mariana, we appreciate you. You do a good job. And uh, while we do expect you to have the stream ready to go on time, we're never going to make you put you down or make you feel bad if you don't. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. we're It's a small crew here. And we're all, we work together almost seven days a week for the most part. And so it's, it's always pretty good natured. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And it goes both ways. Kind of so I, do, and, I get yeah. teased just as much as everybody else. And right. then I'm the one who's, you know, you would think wouldn't get teased, but, right. I, but I do. And it's just a way, it's, that's the work environment here. It's very laid back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Luke1705 says, Reese's shout outs are good, but seeing Mariana's face pop up when everyone subs is way better. I agree. <laughs> this is a true story. Yes, I am the terror overlord that rules with an iron fist. I'm just kidding. That, that's definitely not my management style. <clears throat> so anyway, guys, yeah, uh, Mariona is greatly appreciated and uh, hope no one took offense to that. But back to the SoCal Open. We hope to uh, see all of you there. Please do grab your tickets because the event is approaching full and we want to make sure nobody misses out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an absolutely wonderful event. I can't wait to see where the SoCal Open is in like two or three years. Right. Because I, I, I guarantee this event is going to be a, a, a hit. Mm-hmm. It's just there's too many elements that create a good and fun uh, event. You're right next to the ocean. Mm-hmm. There's things to do. There's affordable places to stay. There's fun nightlife. The event itself is going to be a really good time. It's very affordable. I think it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Plus, 8th edition is just gone ham. Right. And we're going to have a lot of other events too. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. This first year, the the, the, uh, the events will be a little bit more limited mm-hmm. just because it's a first year event. Mm-hmm. But in time, it's going to be a full blast everything. Right. It's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of other amazing events, make sure to set aside a couple bucks. The Las Vegas Open registration will open up towards the end of this month. And that event fills up extremely quickly, mm-hmm. uh, especially the flagship events, the Games Workshop events, the Privateer Press events. Those, they go quick. Mm-hmm. 40K sold out like almost immediately last year. And we had to rearrange things and open up more space. We ended up with 400 people in the 40K champs alone which is bananas. Right. <laughs> Biggest event that's ever been. So for a singles, 40K singles event. So make sure to prepare for that. Uh, you make sure, you wanna definitely grab a hotel room as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will put that link up this week. And of course you wanna grab tickets to all the events you wanna go to, especially the flagship events because they do fill up very quickly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were gone in days or a week 
right. this year. Well, especially seeing the resurgence in interest yeah. in uh, 40K with the new edition, um, we're seeing people crawling out of the woodwork that we haven't seen in years yeah. um, that are playing the game again. So I, you can only expect it to, to blow up even bigger. Yeah, people I know. Are, are interested in playing again. I, I, I am getting nonstop texts, emails, phone calls, like, uh, our league night was turning people away. Mm-hmm. Our first tournament of 8th edition was full. Mm-hmm. Um, we had three times as many people showing up to play. Uh, our friends, guys that we used to game with all the time, like like Will and Usi and Sean. Yeah. Uh, Matt Dokos went to a tournament yesterday. Like He Crazy. put on his old front line, his Team Zero comp shirt. Right. He's like, I haven't worn this in like three years. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. I think it's wonderful to yeah. see all these people coming back. Um, 8th edition is just really struck the right chord with a lot of people of course there's some people complaining about this or that and that's to be expected Mm -hmm. but in general terms it's a freaking home run can't even get product Mm -hmm. and i'm not just like the eighth edition new release stuff i'm talking about like basilisks like no things are out of stock stuff everything's running out of stock stock. yeah because people are buying stuff up it's it's great i mean game store owners are stoked Mm -hmm. you know community organizers are stoked it's just it's a really 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 good like they did a great job. Yeah. Like you, all of us probably have one or two things we don't like. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I will gladly take that to have such a vibrant, healthy community mm-hmm. and have it be good for business too. Yeah. So well done, uh, well done, G Dub. And also tonight, please make sure to join us 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the Salty Banana. That is me. And myself will be playing. Uh, Jason is going to continue to refine his Grey Knights army to experiment with it. That's the army he's dedicated to for mm-hmm. uh, this edition. Although you have talked about maybe making a Primaris Marine Grey uh, Space Wolf army. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, for, for now, he's focused on his Grey Knights. You have a fully painted army, so it makes sense. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be continuing to experiment, practice. I was chosen to play uh, Space Wolves by the Twitch subscribers poll. If you are a subscriber to our Twitch channel, you do get to vote on the army that's played in the next game. So I will be playing a Space Wolves army. I'm going to take a lot of Grey Hunters because I think that they're a gem of a troop choice. And I'm going to be basically taking like a, a fifth edition Space Wolf army. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how it goes. So lots of missile launchers. Yeah. and okay. I'll have Long Fangs with missile launchers. I'll have a lot of Grey Hunters and Rhinos. Right. Uh, I think I'm even going to take Bjorn. Mm-hmm. The the fell handed because that was my guy in fifth edition. It was my HQ of choice. Right. So I might throw him in there see if I can make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a really fun game. Um, Jason is comedy gold on those things. If you hadn't had a chance uh, chance to see him. Also in the news, this is the last day to pick up your FLG shirt through our Twitch campaign. Uh, there's a link over on the Twitch channel and on the show notes for the blog post associated with this podcast. Click through. You can pick up a shirt very reasonably priced, and those will be uh, shipped out. We have fulfilled our campaign numbers, so it's guaranteed to go through. And you can grab a really cool uh, Major League Berserker FLG shirt uh, and support the stream. We do get a percentage of those sales. Nice. So it's a win-win for everybody if you've wanted to get one of those shirts. So at any rate, let's jump over to the big story of the day, and that, of course, is the 40K 8th edition FAQ that was released um, over the weekend, a lot of people have been waiting for this. Um, obviously, we helped with mm-hmm. it, uh, but everybody helped. Everyone in the community helped. GW looked at their Facebook page at all the questions that were asked. Mm-hmm. They uh, gathered all those. You know, um, we've been consultants on the FAQ for quite some time now, mm-hmm. so we were helping by uh, um, aggregating questions and presenting them to the game devs 
and um, helping them to see, okay, these are the, the, the potential issues that the game has in terms of people not understanding what something means. Maybe something's ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something's a little imbalanced and needs to be uh, looked at in regards to uh, game balance. Mm-hmm. And they did. They jumped in and they got that done. And it's, it's amazing. They haven't done anything like this this expediently forever, right? right? So really, really stoked. In chat, you can jump in and let us know, like, what are some of the things you saw in the FAQ that were good, uh, that you agree with, that you disagree with? Um, any opinions or feedback on that? I'm very curious to hear it. Because kind of like scanning the interwebs, uh, it's been really interesting to see the reaction. One of the things that, mm-hmm. that made me laugh was forever people have been saying, I wish GW would support their product with expedient FAQs. Mm-hmm. Etc. Etc. Well, here we go, and then there's people that are complaining about it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Like, what does it take to please some of these people? And it just, it's just not part of the hobby is being able to to complain about the hobby. Right. But uh, there are people that are taking the stance of, oh, they nerfed X Y Z, and I'm like, they didn't nerf. Some of them were balance changes, but mm-hmm. the majority of them are like, no, that wasn't a nerf. They're just telling you what the rule meant. Right. And we may have read it wrong. Right. Right. Like, there's some of the org players who are lamenting that the battle wagon does not give the unit inside, uh, ignoring minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I played that on the stream because at Raw at the time, that was definitely the way it read. Mm-hmm. And uh, the game designers came in and they said, uh, we, okay, I get it. That is what, you, I, you could read the rule that way, mm-hmm. but it's not what we meant. Okay. Right? Or like some people were, you know, oh, like on our uh, blog post associated with this, they're like, oh, there was a nerf to Yanari. And I'm like, what nerf? And they're like, oh, you can't cast Soul Burst on a unit that can't Soul Burst. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. That's not what it ever meant. It's not right. a nerve. It's a clarification. Yeah. Now, there were a couple uh, that were that were nerfs, that were changes made specifically for game balance. And one of them was uh, that you can't take more command squads for Militarum Tempestus or Astro Militarum than you have, um, uh, I think it's HQ choices. Nice. Yeah. And it's like, okay. that's... That is a nerf for sure, but it's also definitely better for the game. Yeah, because we'd been talking about that last week where we were like, well, why, don't, why doesn't everyone just take max command squads? Like, there would be no reason not to. And, uh, and you were, at the time, were saying, don't do that. Don't I was go trying out. to subtly Yeah, because you were like, do not go and buy those. Yeah. Because um, you, you know, obviously knew um, something that was coming. Um, and I was but it's trying. nice that, they're, that they're, they're seeing what can happen. Yeah. And they're listening to, uh, to the players who are giving us feedback saying like look like people are going to max out these command squads and it's going to be terrible for the game you're going to have these guys do these tricky things and they're going to like just demolish somebody and that person's never going to come back and play again and they're going to say I hate this game and it's bad it's just overall it's bad it's it's one of those things it's like congratulations that you found this loophole right but you also are you're making it worse for the community yeah and it's like these are changes that that we've asked for for years and years and years and Mm -hmm. years and there's still malcontents that are like ah and it's like i mean and i don't mean to be mean about it like i get it like we were trying to subtly be like hey maybe don't buy a bunch of command squads right away right um, because we didn't want people to feel like they wasted their money and they got they got got right, right. that's not fun but um, at the same time it's like yeah for the game it's better I think people are just, it's like a, a bit of like Stockholm syndrome in 40k mm-hmm. where if something's bad people are like oh god we're gonna have to put up with this for years mm-hmm. you don't have to anymore which is good that's better for the game mm-hmm. right more people are gonna have more fun playing the game when they can trust that the balance of the game is going to be put paramount um, 
it's going to be addressed expediently. Yeah. Right. It's like, don't build a list trying to exploit a loophole. Yeah. Right. And I know that in days past, that was kind of a way that was very easy to be good at the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Death Stars is the, the perfect example. Like, and I'm not putting down people that play Death Stars or saying that they're not good players. Mm-hmm. It's just a hell of a lot easier to win when you have a unit that's essentially invincible. Right. Right. Yep. So it's like, welcome to the future. Learn tactics. Mm-hmm. Learn model positioning. Uh, and again, I'm not trying to sound condescending. I hope I don't. Um, th- th- this is what the game is always meant to be. It's most meant to be like a, a fun way to spend your time mm-hmm. and a tactical exercise more so than finding the most points efficient or like building an army around an interpretation of a rule that's like way out of whack with with everything else in the game right and it's like we're seeing over and over again that they that's never what they mean they never mean the hyper powerful thing right (laughs) it's always the more moderate thing so bear that in mind when you're buying models and when you're building lists like I would say build a, a good take all comers list or not. You build, do whatever. Play the way game you what you want. Mm-hmm. But if you find some little loophole, like you said, yeah, something that feels like it's probably not right, and then you're building your whole list around that thing, you, you might be setting yourself up for disappointment in the near term. Um, just as friendly advice, yeah, you know, when you're making your purchasing decisions, because this is going to be an evolving rule set. And yes. they people, said it was people were saying in the comments already that there were points cost adjustments in this FAQ. Yeah. Yeah. So that's big as well. Yeah. There Within was two weeks of the game being released. Major balance issues were addressed. The command squad thing. Yeah. The void shield generator was dramatically reduced down. Now it's a bubble with a five up invul save, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and before it was a huge bubble with a four up and mm-hmm. it was a little too much. And uh, one of the things I found really interesting uh, online is that there's people that are like making all these ridiculous this proves that this edition was rushed and blah, blah. Right. And it's like, you know, whatever, I get it. People have a big opinion and an internet connection, therefore mm-hmm. they can say whatever they want. Right. But it's like, people are making these judgments about this means this about the game. And you don't have any information about the logistics of what's involved mm-hmm. with producing a game, like print schedules. Like you have no idea when the eighth edition book was done and right. printed could have been five years ago for all you know i'm not saying that's the case mm-hmm. i'm just saying that it it may appear that the rule book came out and then the faq came out mm-hmm. therefore the rule book wasn't done correctly but that's you're just making you're pulling stuff out of the air without having the facts right right who knows how long ago that rule book was done yep. i don't yeah you guys don't either right. <laughs> so before uh, jumping to conclusions about stuff like that um, I would take I would, I would take a step back and try to consider the variables which you don't have filled in. Mm-hmm. And instead, I would be thankful. You may not agree with all the FAQ rulings. There's never been an FAQ written where everyone liked all of it. Mm-hmm. But I would be thankful for the fact that they are actually taking doing the hard work, listening to their customers and giving us answers. Yeah. Even if you don't like all the answers, they're giving us answers to ambiguities and they're making the game easier and more fun to play. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's jump into the chat. And uh, let me see, Old Earth, Jason, do you intend to table later, <laughs> Reese later again? Do you table Reese again? Um, we'll see. We'll see. This is an interesting list that I wrote for tonight. It's yeah, all centered around Terminators. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be fun. My list, I have a lot more bodies than you, so we'll yeah. see. It'll be quantity versus quality for sure. Yeah. Um, let's see, Lord Draconis. 
how do people not understand what within means? Yeah, I know. Mm. It's funny because the leaping into eighth edition document is a document that was meant strictly to help the veteran transition Mm -hmm. from seventh to eighth edition. And it's basically, that that document is basically a list of things that's when we say this, we mean this. Mm-hmm. When we say X, we mean X. Right. And it's so funny because the reaction of people are like, but do you really mean that? And they're like, yes. When we say that it does this thing, right. it does the thing. Right. Because it's funny because we have people coming into the store that have either skipped several editions or, or brand new to the game. Mm-hmm. They're absorbing the information with zero problems. Right. The only people that we're having seeing struggle is the veteran because they're reading something with pre-knowledge coloring what they're reading. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, oh yeah, rhinos have fire points. They've always had fire points. Well, they don't. And mm-hmm. it doesn't say anywhere that they do. Right. And, you know, or like, oh, but they've always been able to do this. Ah, but the rules don't say that anymore. Right. Like they don't do that thing anymore. Right. So it is funny to see how hard it is for people to let go of um, some things. Uh, Tucker, 2025. Neck rounds, reanimation protocol, going to full wounds. That I mean, why would they not have come up with full wounds? Because a lot of people were like, in, like projecting on that they only came back with one wound. I'm like, mm-hmm. it doesn't say anywhere. Right. It says they come back. Right. It doesn't say without, like, I, we've always been, I mean, obviously my, we're in a different, a unique position, but I never even questioned that they came yeah. back at full wounds. That ability is ridiculous. Reanimation protocols. Yes. It's, it's good, but a good player can stop you from getting it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really powerful ability, but it's not, you know, infinitely powerful or whatever. Um, do we have a link to the FAQ? Yeah, it's over at frontlinegaming.org, or you can go to warhammer-community.com and see it there. Uh, Lock Infinity, I'm running a HM Helbrecht, uh, Helbrecht from the Black Templars. Mm-hmm. Gives you plus one strength, and I have two times Ironclad Dreadnoughts with him. Uh, oh, you're asking about order of operations. Another rules question popping up for us, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember correctly, the BRB defines the order of operations. I believe you multiply and then add or subtract. But uh, crack open your main rulebook, and it should be there under in the very beginning of the rules section. Um, Zabik, I love the hyperbole. Tau drones, shield drones are useless now. I don't think that's quite accurate, but um, there are some Tau players lamenting that they perhaps were interpreting the uh, safety protocols rules not the way that the game was intended to. But um, uh, yeah, I, I don't. They're not worthless per se, but uh, maybe they just didn't play the way that you had intended to. Like my battle wagon is not worthless now because mm-hmm. the guys inside get minus one to hit if I move. Mm-hmm. It just means I can't play it the way that I was previously. Right. Um, and I accept that. It was. Am I excited about it? No. I liked having my flash kits run around <laughs> blasting people. Right. Um, so, hey, that's uh, that is that is the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, Neighbor Nation says that Bulls has a link to the facts up. Yeah, we do over at FrontlineGaming.org as well. Uh, Luke1705, which FLG sunglasses do you think are cooler, black or white? I like the white ones because mm-hmm. when you're going to be that ostentatious, you might as well go all the way. But the black ones are a little bit, I think, cooler. Mm-hmm. But white is just like, turn it up to an 11. Depends on what you're wearing, right? Uh, well, I usually wear tight white pants. It's true. And gator skin boots mm-hmm. when I'm getting so then ready white. to go White's out. White's the way to go. There we go. There you go. Uh, just got into the community site. <laughs> All right, requisite. I can't say that on, on air, but that was pretty funny. Uh, Commissar Philip is saying a lot of it was correcting typos. Yeah, totally. 
Another, a great example of Celestine not being unique. It's like, you guys, come on, that was obviously an oversight. All unique characters are unique. They just forgot to put it in the data sheet, uh, which was a, a pretty big oversight, to mm-hmm. be fair. But yeah, no, and we were trying to like give subtle hints not to buy multiple Celestines too. We're like, hey, uh, as much as we want to sell you all these Celestine models, you might be disappointed. Um, yeah, and then uh, Dark Raptors didn't address silly lists like conscripts and brimstones or razor wing flocks mm-hmm. um yeah so give that some thought you know maybe why why would they have not have addressed some of those things um in the faq um you guys are smart you might be able to figure it out obviously i can't you know say directly mm-hmm. why but some of these issues um that are not in the faq there's probably a reason for that and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you guys speculate as to what that could be uh, Mako 1971 says the battle wagon is the only one I can see as weird since it does contradict the mobile fortress rule. Um, yeah, Mako, I would agree that raw would indicate that you could move and shoot without penalty, but I guess what we're seeing here is rules is intended. Mm-hmm. I don't think the game designer is intended for this vehicle to get around that rule. And uh, as frustrating as that might be for the org player, it um, hey now you know now you know that was what was meant mm-hmm. for it, uh, it to work. Old Dirt says the best change is that the demon demon prince mm-hmm. now got eight. Oh, he's talking about the chaos demons. Demon prince got right. uh, he got eight wounds, so now he can hide. Um, yeah. So he is now eight wounds. Yeah, he's yeah. a character because before, for some reason, mm-hmm. probably a typo. Well, obviously, it was a typo. Mm-hmm. The chaos demons, demon prince had ten wounds. Right. That's the threshold at which you can't hide as a character. Right. And it also gives you a degrading profile. Mm-hmm. So nine is like the magic number, but eight is where a lot of them fall. Mm-hmm. So he got uh, reclassified down to eight, which means he can hide. Um, yeah, really, chaos demon players are stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luna Mindex, maybe they just want this. Maybe they just want to sell a lot of brimstones. Well. A lot of people say that, but I guarantee you that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And most people who are using tons of brimstone hearts aren't buying them. They're making them out of like clay and stuff. Yeah. So no, it, it's not some grand conspiracy to sell models, guys. Mm-hmm. It's just not. That's not why they they write the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it can look that way from the outside looking in, but I, I promise you that's not the case. They care. They, Games Workshop cares very much about giving you a good game. Uh, Class Mars, when a Space Marine Captain gets two Chainswords, he gets an extra attack. Why is that only for the Chainsword and not for other models? I don't understand what you're asking on that one. Um, Dok Raichu, uh, my Trigon doesn't get plus 200 attacks. Hmm. Oh yeah, they clarified that Scything Talons, you only ever get bonus one attack. Some people okay. were trying to give him like plus three. Right. And I, I get it, I understand how you could read the rule that way. Right. But then he goes up to like 10 attacks, you're like, right. Whoa. Because <laughs> oh, you would give him like multiple. We comes with three sets of siding towns. Oh, okay. And so they're like, oh, that's plus three attacks. They're like, no, it's, it's just plus one. But right. I, I do get it. I do get why people were reading it. Right. How you could read it that way. But that would have given the, the I think the Trigon had like nine attacks at that point. Wow. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> cool it. It's not definitely not the way he was intended to be uh, played. Requisin. Scions are still extremely strong, even with less command squads. Regular, regular units are amazing and still taking two to three command squads will cripple things. Torx Primes are super good too. Yeah, you're right on all of those. Like, we've been playing it um, without spamming command squads. We've been playing it with um, just taking like one command squad, one Tempestor Prime, and then a bunch of troops. And they're, they're amazingly good. They're still such a good tool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in your tool chest, like it may feel disappointing because you're like, oh, maximum points efficiency for special weapons. But that, that was not the intent, mm-hmm. right? Like the command squads, if you, if you think about it from a fluff a lore perspective, the command squad and the commander were supposed to be one unit. Mm-hmm. They sep- GW separated them mm-hmm. um, for reasons that, that, that made sense to them. And just, I guess, like, I'm guessing here, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I guess that they were just assuming you would take one command squad for one commander because that's the way it used to work and that's the models that people have. Right. Right. And it's like, of course, the community instantly looks to, to, to game it to maximum advantage. I say that with complete neutrality. That's the way gamers are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm going to take 20 of those. It's like, whoops, nope, that's not what we meant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and they're still, Scions are still amazing, amazingly mm-hmm. good units. Uh, Lord Draconis, the wink was quite clear. <laughs> I don't know it in reference to that was too. Uh, Jimbo Jones says, please don't ridicule, ridicule us haters. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. The raw dog is the biggest hater of them all. Sometimes. Sometimes. You've gotten better. Depends on what. You've yeah. gotten better. Working on that positivity. I'm trying to. I appreciate yeah. that. I think that's good. Um, and <laughs> Lots of good comments Lots there. of funny comments I in chat. I just want to win. I just want to win. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All we do is win. We should make uh, Reese Wisdom a prompt that gives random fortune cookies. <laughs> uh, now nah, I don't know about that. I say a lot of dumb things, too. Uh, Dante San, is ITC going to allow understrength units? People are, like, losing their minds about this. Yeah. Uh, no, this is silly. Like, we're not going to have an army of one-model units. Like, no. I don't understand the whole thing about understrength units. Well, it's okay. The, the rule for understrength units is in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if, like, say, like, like I was using, as off-air, I was explaining this. Say, I don't know, say if you need a five tactical marines, like say you just started playing the game, mm-hmm. right? And you lost one of them or you can't find it. Right. And you want to play, but you're like, oh man, I can't put this unit on the table because I'm one short. Mm-hmm. So they put in a rule that allows people to play even if they technically aren't fulfilling all the requirements. And this is aimed at more of like the casual dude. Right. Or, you know what I mean? It's not meant to be a list building tactic in match play, mm-hmm. right? Because what people, of course, people take it to the logical extreme, which I get. I totally understand. Right. They're like, I'm going to take a, like three brigade detachments where each unit is one model. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have, well, what would that be? Like 21 command points mm-hmm. and like 100 units that are each one model. And, right. You know, it's like, okay, sure. Like you can, yeah, that, the rules indicate that that is possible. But it's, mm-hmm. again, guys, just apply some, just apply some common sense to this scenario. Right. Uh, no, it's silly. Um, the book, the BRB in page 242 says you can take one understrength unit and match play. Um, in the uh, FAQ, they contradict, contradict that to a certain extent. Uh, I would just advise uh, TOs that until the situation is a little bit more clarified that you simply just don't allow understrength units in your event. Simple. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, if you do have that situation where literally someone at the event, and this has happened to me, mm-hmm. where like you move from one table to the next, and you're like, what happened to that dude? Yeah. And he's hiding in a building on table 10, and you don't, you know what I mean? Right. In that instance, it's like, that's what the rule's for. Be like, okay, you know what? It's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. use, a, use a die to mark where that dude was supposed to be in the unit, or just say, yeah, they're down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, the, the rule's not intended to let you take an army of single Devastator Marines of the last cannon. Right. Right. Like, um, yeah, just for the ITC, if we don't get further clarification on that, yes, you can expect us to just say, we advise you don't use understrength units um, or more than one understrength unit mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in your events. Uh, Lock Infinity, semi-fac, oh, I already read that one. 
Uh, does Black Rage ignore damage on a six plus or a wound? Uh, and that's from I Can't Find Sock. It's an interesting, interesting name. Hmm. Um, yeah, any feel no pain style wound, it ignores damage. Not, um, it's a little confusing, the verbiage. Well, you roll the wound and then you roll for damage or it does a set number of damage. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like it's one or two or D6. So the, the Black Rage, any feel no pain style save, you take one save for every point of damage that the model suffered. So if you got shot with an auto cannon that does two damage, so you fail your armor save and then you took two damage, or uh, you took two damage, you have to roll box cars on Black Rage to stop your model from dying. Mm -hmm. So the feel no pain saves are really good against low damage weapons. They're not as good against high damage weapons, which right, makes, which makes is sense. what they should be. Yeah. yeah, if you got hit by a missile, yeah, it should be harder yeah. to shrug it off than a. Hit, yeah, by a las gun or something. Uh, Lord Dracona says, I played since second edition, and this is the best edition I played. I agree. I absolutely love eighth edition. So much fun. Uh, Phelps1227 says, Why did GW not put in beer hammer rules in the rulebook? Travesty. They weren't thinking. It's a travesty. It was rushed. A sham. Yeah. And a mockery. It's a travish mockery. Mm hmm. Do you remember that? That's the most important thing. <laughs> most important question on here. Do you remember that commercial from back in the day? Mm -mm. It was an old Budweiser commercial. I literally, I, I think I peed my pants. Because one lawyer is like trying to make a case. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's a travish mockery. And the judge is all, no making up words. And he's all, burgle fraggle. <laughs> I do. Sorry. Now I remember yeah. that kind of, yeah. Oh my God, that was funny. Uh, but I don't know why there's no beer hammer rules in there. That's, that's a sad, that's a travesty. I'll have to write, write, write in for that. Uh, do you guys know if a Yanari Psyker can cast a spell if it already casted via Soul Burst asks Maj Benor Benul. Uh, I don't know that off the top of my head. I think I need more context for the question to understand what you're asking. Um, can cast a spell if I already cast... You can only Soul Burst once. So I don't understand... Oh, like, so maybe, there, maybe he's like asking the if, if, if they used... During their soul burst, they cast a spell. Can they cast that same spell again? You can't cast the same spell twice. You don't get around the rule one. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I don't understand what you're asking. Like maybe you soul burst earlier before the psychic phase. Yeah. So and, like like let's say they soul burst um, during their opponent's shooting phase. Well, that'd be a different turn. So yeah. So then they can. Yeah, you would be able to cast in your psychic phase. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. I think, but I don't think I understand it's not your their question. turn. Fully. I think you would need to give a little more data on that one. Uh, what do you guys think about Titanic units, units in 8th? Do you think Knights, Wraith Knights, Bane Blades, etc. are good and or good for the game? Uh, my personal opinion on this topic is that I really enjoy having most of the Titanic units in match play, but I think it's so much more fun when you limit it to one. If you have one Lord of War, mm -hmm. um, I find it to be tremendously enjoyable. When you have three or more, mm -hmm. it starts to become such a lopsided, uh, you're presenting your opponent only with T8, 26 wound, three up save mm -hmm. models. And a lot, of the other, a lot of the units in their army that they take to do other things, like take out infantry or hordes, mm -hmm. become sort of useless, not entirely, but they don't really serve much of a function. Mm -hmm. And the game becomes less enjoyable, in my opinion. Um, and then some of the, the true Titan units like I straight up, I personally just do not think that they belong in match play right now. Mm -hmm. um, and this is just my opinion. I'm not 
trying to convince anybody of anything, but like the Warhound Titan, the Revenant Titan, they are, in my opinion, too much for match play. And mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been very open in the ITC tournament organizer group. Uh, when people ask, like, I was like, well, it's your decision. Mm-hmm. You know, some communities, they love the idea of playing with those big giant things. And it's for them, that's a fun, a fun, enjoyable experience. And I'm like, go do that. If, mm-hmm. the, if your attendees think that's going to be fun, by all means, rock it, go for it. But if it's just one person who has a Warhound Titan that desperately wants to use it, and I empathize with that person, but everyone else is like, mm-hmm. maybe consider saying, you know what, dude, maybe once in a while with their RTT, we'll, we'll, we'll say bring the big boys. Right. But as a general rule of thumb, I really do not think they are healthy um, in the game because when you have a T9 model mm-hmm. with a two-up save, 30 or 40 wounds, a four-up invulnerable save that erases two units a turn, it's really difficult to balance a game for that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's in my opinion, the, those big boys, the truly big boys should be reserved for like 2,001 or more point games mm-hmm. uh, for like apocalypse style games. Right. Um, so that that's one that, that if you're a TO out there, you may want to consider because they can be extremely disruptive. Um, everyone's going to have a different opinion on that, but... Yeah. Yeah, we, we found, like, like especially the Warhound is, like, holy crap. It will kill your whole army by itself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, some people like that. Some people don't. I don't. Um, I like the game to be about movement, about relatively, you know, even lists. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's different. So yeah. I, I would say that try them out. Uh, come to your own conclusion. But that, that has been my advice to TOs is, Consider maybe at this early stage of the game saying nothing with more than, you know, 30 or more wounds. Let's, let's say no for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some events that are already doing that. Right. And that, that keeps out the truly big stuff. But uh, in terms of knights, yeah, like I, the, the, the bummer is that people already have knight armies. Right. So if you go, you can only take one or two knights, then they're like, you just made my army not work. Right. And that sucks. But... Uh, the first time people go against some of the more obnoxious armies that are going to be uh, that are going to pop out as good right away mm-hmm. it's going to be like three knights in Giamen right. or three knights in Magnus mm-hmm. and it's like I get it those are cool armies the models look badass mm-hmm. they're very good they're simply not fun to play against for most people so you know we'll see but as the game evolves and things change and the missions change I think those armies will become less appealing because mm-hmm. they will have a hard time winning the mission right yeah yep um, let me see. Can you guys give recommendations on countering all flyer lists, solo bassist? Yeah, that's kind of the that's one of the other obnoxious armies right now. Um, I believe in time it will not be what it is right now. Um, if you're in a meta where you're playing lots of flyers, uh, take a look at some of the AA units. I know the, um, the Stalker for Space Marines is a hidden gem. It's a very, very good unit. Hits flyers on twos. If you have a captain nearby, it's rerolling ones. Mm-hmm. Um, board control. Flamers. Flamers are auto hit. Auto hit them. Heavy flamers are actually really good yeah. at taking them down. Uh, board control is important. Uh, predicting where they're going to move because they have limited movement. Um, if you have assault, you know any kind of fly assault unit that has the fly keyword, um, that that's another option. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon princes, for example, will do a lot of damage to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not unbeatable. That's kind of the big bugaboo right now online. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the playtesting group, we've tried. The, the seven storm raven list or whatnot and mm-hmm. it's it's honestly it's it's not that crazy yeah um it's the, i think we did the math it's the equivalent of killing like 12 rhinos or 13 rhinos or something like that 
which is not easy to do, and I'm not trying to downplay it. It's a good army, but mm-hmm. um, I think once progressive objectives come into play and there's different ways to score objectives starts coming into the game mm-hmm. um, as the game evolves, the, the Flyers will have, they will still be good, but they'll struggle to win missions. So I think what people will right. do is they'll start taking less of them. Yeah, if you're taking all flyers, it's going to be hard to, to take and hold objectives because yeah. you got to always be moving your flyers. Yeah, I mean, some of them can go into hover mode, but when they do that, right. they lose the minus one to hit. You can assault them, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's I would just adapt your tactics uh, for the time being. Try different missions. Um, the all-flyer list is really good at end-of-game objectives, just like the night list is really good at end-of-game objectives, just like um, the sit-and-shoot conscript or... Um, Brimstone Horror Army with layers of bubble wrap that goes corner, the castle up in the corner. Mm-hmm. They're really good at end of game objective missions. Right. As we kind of go back to progressive objectives, those armies are not as good because mm-hmm. they can't cover all the objectives or they don't move. Yep. So a lot of it, I think, is just the way that we're playing the game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get a couple other questions here. And Captain Lysander asks, we couldn't find this yesterday, but how many command points can you use in a turn? Is it one per phase or one per player turn? How many command, you can use all your command points in one turn if you wanted to. Um, The limitation is you can only use each stratagem once per phase. Mm -hmm. So the reroll stratagem, is it's not a command point. A lot of people misuse the the verbiage. Mm -hmm. It's it's called the command reroll stratagem or something like that. You can use that stratagem in the movement phase, the psychic phase, shooting phase, the charge phase, the fight phase, and the morale phase. Mm-hmm. I think I covered all my phases. You can use six of those in the same turn. Mm-hmm. It's just limit, the limitation is per phase, not per turn. But then at the same time, you could also use in the morale phase, you could use one reroll, you could also use one ignore morale. Got it. Um, you could use one interrupt combat, and then you could also use a reroll. You could cast a psychic power and um, force the reroll, you know, there, and then mm-hmm. you can do it, whatever. So it's it's you can blow all your command points in one phase. If, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it would be you would have if you only have five command points, you could do that. But it is it's feasible to do, or I guess not in one phase, but right. one turn. Um, yeah, the limitation is on repetitions in the phase. Uh, Lord Draconis, at the moment, I feel Mech is strongest build. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, Mech is really good. Yeah. What do you think? You've run a mix of mechanized and infantry. Um, I, I feel you, you need a good mix. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, I am surprised at how durable, uh, like Razorbacks are, um, pleasantly surprised. Um, I liked when you wrote the list for me for Blood Angels with the, uh, soul cannons. Um, yeah. And, uh, guardless now, uh, Astra Militarum, um, very powerful. The, the Lehman Russ battle tank is ridiculous. So yeah, we didn't see... A lot of mech in seventh edition because things like grab weaponry uh, made him obsolete. Yeah, pretty much. There was there was no reason to take any kind of mechanized lists. Um, I'm happy that it's back now because I ran a a mech heavy list, uh, Blood Angels list in fifth edition, and so I've been eyeing that again. Um, But it is very powerful. Yeah, it's mech is really really good. I think that one of the hurdles people are gonna have to overcome is like the high wound high toughness spam armies, Mm -hmm. like the Canmore. Yeah. Um, the um, a mechanized uh, list, Sisters of Battle are really good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, armies that have a lot of wounds per model, higher toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna you're gonna need tools to deal with that, right? 
um, that that's going to cause people to kind of go, oh. And I think that's what you're saying, like, mech is the best. It's because it, it is hard to kill a bunch of rhinos and a bunch of razorbacks. They're mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Um, and that's why they cost the amount of points that they do. But you need to, when you're writing your list, I actually just wrote an article that's up on, um, an editorial that's up on frontlinegaming.org about uh, best practices for writing an effective list in 8th edition. Mm-hmm. You might want to go check it out. There's, I think, I hope there's some good information in there. But you're going to need to have ways to overcome that, mm-hmm. right? So what, what are the best tools for that? Usually high damage weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, for anything that's got like eight or more wounds, you're going to usually want missile launchers, last cannons, uh, dark lances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when, you've, when you're facing things like cans, which are T6 or 5 or 6 wounds, like scouts, it's the light vehicle stat line, it's 6 wounds. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to want, like, uh, again, last cannons, missile launchers are great, but you might get more bang for your buck with, like, auto cannons. Right. Um, they, you know, uh, plasma guns, things of that nature, because they, they will just stack all the, the damage on there at a lower price point uh, and punch through those. And you need to take tools for all of these things in order to have a well-rounded uh, list yes. in this edition. And when you do that, you'll see some of these extreme armies become more uh, moderate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mech is really good, but I think I think that's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I played a game um, yesterday against my buddy Shane. He's an extremely good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he skipped six and seventh, like a lot of people did. And uh, came back and I was playing my mechanized guard army against Horde Orcs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a great game. Nice. Yeah, really fun. And the, the chimeras, but he, he quickly adapted to like, okay, I'm going to charge the unit next to the chimera that's got two heavy flamers. I don't want to charge it. Mm-hmm. But then I'll consolidate and tag it and then it won't shoot. Right. He picked that up really quickly and he stopped a lot of my, my vehicles from shooting. So there's counter tactics there that as soon as you get used to it, you'll see that mech is really good, but it's not you know unstoppable. Like Assault Cannon Razorback Spam is a big one. Mm-hmm. That it, that it's really good. Um charge one of them because they're all going to be right next to each other because they're all going to be next to someone who's giving them a buff mm-hmm. a reroll buff like you were doing right charge one and then use your consolidation and piling to tag all the other ones and stop them from shooting right all right there's ways to get around it um oh and by the way bulgrin mm-hmm. are so freaking good are they my bulgrin killed three units of 20 orcs wow just beat the crap out of them i had wow. a priest falling around getting an extra attack mm-hmm Good <laughs> Lord. Bulgrim with slab shields, baby, all day. Every time I've used them, they've been great. Um, we'll answer one more question here, and then we'll uh, start to wrap it up. Uh, Wired Current. Thoughts on what to do with Rust Stalkers now that they've lost their AP to threat? Their mortal wounds on sixes seems like a huge nerf, considering they lost Feel No Pain and still only T3. Um, should it, we'll answer one more question after this, because I don't have an answer for you off the cuff, I don't remember the exact changes to the rules on that one. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to leave a comment on the blog post, I'll jump in and answer that uh, when I've had a chance to have the reference material in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll answer one more. Uh, Matt Aarons, this, we'll, we'll dive into this one. Hey guys, regarding buying more models, I disagree that it's their intent to. to get you to buy a ton more models for something it seems like the stronger argument can be made in the opposite direction because premium models must cost a bit more to bring than anything else so you don't need as many models compared to seventh edition yeah it's a good point the model count has gone way down mm-hmm. way down way 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 down in eighth and that's one of the reasons why the games are faster mm-hmm. um so yeah like the, good point they're not it's not always just a scheme to get you to spend money they do want you to spend money but they want you to do it because you think it's a good investment um, yeah, the, the armies are smaller. 
in, in Seventh Ed, and that's you cannot argue that. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why the game speeds up, why it's, in my opinion, more enjoyable to play. Um, but thanks for all the questions on the FAQ, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, we do have a couple events coming up this weekend. We have a lot of events coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, get those ITC points, and we do have a GT the long-running and very awesome Wet Coast GT in Burnaby, British Columbia, up in Canada. Mm. Uh, make sure to get up there and support your local event. Get your ITC points. The season is shaping up to be very exciting. Can't wait to see how it goes down at the BAO, too, because that is coming up at the end of the month. Coming up soon. Yeah, very soon. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Make sure to get your pre-orders in for those shiny new Space Marine goodies. And of course, grab your tickets for events, and we will see you tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific yep. Standard Time. Mm -hmm.